It takes money. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Is that an unblurred vagina? Yeah. So she basically cooks her dead yeah. dad. And she's like, that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm not pro-murder. Trust me on that. I think it's less weird if I'm not looking a man whose balls are out in the eye. Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some things. Way Queen Radio. It's in ramblings. So, Ben, it's the talk of the town. Mm. Literally. Okay, what's the talk of the town? There's something about extreme weather that breaks the ice between strangers. Literally every conversation I've had with a stranger where I wouldn't usually have had a conversation is what will you be doing tomorrow? Tomorrow? Yeah, it's forecast to be 43 degrees. Oh yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, so I've talked, I like had passing contact with three strangers today and it's prompted the like how are you spending tomorrow conversation <laughs> you think, three times do you think everyone is on the verge of like literal meltdown like how are you spending yes! tomorrow i need to get some good advice <laughs> what are you doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> help <laughs> you look like a girl who knows how to keep cool <laughs> i've always thought of myself as a cool girl ben no it's just funny how extreme weather seems to bring us all together are you sure it's just not the extreme desire to avoid uh, awkward silences? No, because it doesn't happen when there's not extreme weather. It's but are you talking about like people stopping you on the streets and yelling at you about the weather? Or is oh. this like, you know, <laughs> otherwise you would have filled it with some different small talk about, I don't know, like the grand final or... No, there probably would have just been silence. Like it was when I was buying my petrol, the lady was like, so what are you doing tomorrow? I'm like, tomorrow? She's like, it's going to be 43 degrees. I don't think it would have been silence. I it think would have it- been silence. <laughs> Let me tell you now. I know my petrol buying routine. Usually we it's, we just nod at each other and... Uh, I hold up the fingers for the number pump. Sure. She holds up fingers for how much I owe. The card's passed over and I leave. And this this was finally enough. The 43 degree weather was enough to break the silence. Oh, no, she's a mime. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she mimed it all to me. Yeah. Sure, yeah. She held up a four and a three. And yeah, and I was like, what? You did like a, a Home Alone style, like a gasp. Like I was thinking like Edvard Munch the Scream. I feel like they're one in the same. Mm. Who inspired who, I wonder? Yeah, I was at uh, H&M today okay. and the shop assistant, she was the one who alerted me to the, the heat tomorrow. Right. And uh, I do have a tennis match scheduled, so it should Not be- Not professional, I imagine. Oh, yeah, me and uh, Agassi. <laughs> okay, that's a shame. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, he's been retired for a while, well, so yeah, he might okay. be fine. Semi-professional, then, <laughs> yeah, That's right. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And this is episode 174 of Insane Ramblings, a very swallowing episode. I've got to say right off the bat, mm. the What's Weather Up, chat. everybody. Oh. Are you a fan? I'm just used to it. I don't yeah. even really notice it. Me neither, right? Right. It slips us into the show almost surreptitiously. I actually haven't... I didn't realise you were really doing it. It was so unconscious for me. Yeah. And that's the way I feel about it. But I, I do recognise it's a bit youtube Oh, right. I saw like a bunch of comments on a YouTube video this week because mm-hmm. the guy started in a similar manner. He's, you know, it's like the whole like, what's up? It's your boy, K-Dogs43, and I'm here to tell you, blah, blah, blah. You know how Okay, well, we wasn't doing that. But I do I do wonder if people hear that. I know we tend to ramble for like a minute or two, usually before. before. But I wonder if they hear that and they're like, ah, oh, I'm out. This guy's doing the whole what's up thing. Oh, what else have we got? Did you want to workshop some other well, ideas? Well, that's the thing. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Not because it's like... I was going to say we could spitball, but it is the natural lead-in. I think we've been doing it every episode. It's been every one for a while, definitely. 
But I'm all for like other suggestions. But I do feel like we need something. We can't just like jump into like. Hey, big boy. Hi, I'm Ben. <laughs> you want to? You want to? Hey, big boy. Is yes. That- I think we should try it. Hey, big boy. This is Ben. <laughs> this is Vicky. It, it sounds like we might be addressing one specific big boy. We are. Is it the guy from Outcast? Is that from Outcast? Yeah, it's a big boy in Android. Andri- oh, right. Yeah, Andre. Andre. No, he's Andre three thousand. No, not big boy by name. Big boy by nature. I think. Who's the big boy? I don't know. Just even though we are addressing specifically him, you don't know who him is. No. Okay, sure. Uh, I feel like it's not really an improvement. Okay, so not hey big boy. Have you got any ideas? I mean, I was like struggling to come up with something that would work as well. Yeah. yeah. We need like a little catchphrase there. I remember back in what episode 10 or mm-hmm. something, we tried to come up with a word that would be like basically the replacement for cool. Oh no. Because there was a, like another fetch sort of situation. Exactly. Like a, me and my sister were in Adelaide as children, just like, you know, passing through the town mm, and this town. girl, the, this girl kept referring to, um, to all the clothes that she was selling as filth. Right. And so we were like, that sounds bad, but she's, but she's saying, saying it. so enthusiastically. Yeah. That like, I guess like, cause she'd be like, oh man, that like t-shirt looks so filth on you. Oh, I would not buy that. Well, like eventually that, that, that was our first reaction. Like, Ooh, oh, like some sorry. brutal honesty. I guess I'll <laughs> you know, put it back on the shelf. Right. But then after the third thing, she's like, yeah, that's so filth. You got to buy that. And we're like, oh, I guess, oh, I guess I it's good. I guess we'll buy this. Or maybe she's into the disheveled look. It's like, oh, you look so filthy. Whatever it was. Like, it's what I love. Yeah, filth or, as you say, fetch. We tried to come up with a, a phrase along those lines. Do you remember what ours was? No. It was buffalo. Mm. We were, we were Not like, our best work. Like, that's, well, it was episode 10. It was, you know, we we're early days. Right. But I think you would be like, oh, man, that's so buffalo. Why buffalo? I mean, you have to go back and right. ask 21-year-old Vicky. Mm. But what if we use that? Like, what's up, everybody? That's so buffalo. No, you've still done the what's up for everybody. Yeah, it's I so know. natural. I it up already. Yeah, I know. I don't know. No. Hmm. Well, if, if anyone has any objections and or suggestions of... All right. You know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm going to throw something at you. Go on. What's new, pussycat? It's <laughs> Ben and Vicky. I do like the call and response aspect of that. Yeah. Where it's like... It does make me want to say, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's got a natural answer. Mm. It's not immediately replacing the oh, what's up, okay. everybody. But I think you say it's not an immediate no. I'm like, it definitely should be. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd throw that out there, but as long as you're All right, still... right, I've got one. You yeah. ready? Hi, hi, my guy. It's Ben <laughs> Again, why is it like addressing specifically one guy, though? <laughs> no, it's not just my guy. Hey, hey my guy. Ha ha, my guy. It's like when our Irish relatives came to stay. Yeah, oh, that's the worst. They, I know exactly what you're going to say. They kept referring to everything as your man. Yes, that is quite confusing. I don't like that. I have an Irish colleague that does it all the time. I'm like, he's not my boyfriend. Well, that's what it implied, like... There would be like Liam Neeson would be on TV, for instance. Ah, your man's like, on TV. Yeah, I'm like, did I express <laughs> my love for Liam Neeson at some Am point? I dating Liam Neeson and forgot? Yeah, or like even like. <laughs> I mean, upside. If I get taken, I'm definitely coming back. Oh yeah, well, he he would be a good man to have in my corner. Right, downside. I just didn't think that we had reached that level of relationship no. where I could rely on Liam Neeson to come rescue me should the need arise. No. And so, like, every single time, at least for, like, 
the first month that he was living with us. Which and this was like at a regular Yes. A, a regular statement. It'd be like, Oh, it's your it's your man, it's your man. I'm like, I've got so many men. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like who why I is can't he keep up with all the men I have. Yeah, why is he my man? Like I thought Liam Neeson was my man. Like, I, I, I'm like, such a slut. Yeah, is my man changing on a regular basis that even I can't keep up with? <laughs> but uh eventually you catch on, but it's, it's it's always weird. It's jarring. So yeah. I don't I don't know if we should go with big boy or any. Hi, my guy. Yeah. All right. It was an inside job. This is Ben and Vicky. <laughs> Are we referring to any specific inside jobs? No, just any. If you're a conspiracy theorist, you're like, I knew it. No. But are they then <laughs> going to expect us to talk about conspiracy theories? I don't know. Maybe. You think that's what just is going to get people to stick around and keep listening? They're like, oh, well, they clearly know something. That's, All right. I've got it. Yeah. Not guilty, Your Honor. This is Ben and Ricky. I feel like it might be a bit of a thou dost protest too much. It's like we didn't so if one of us does go to court. Yeah. It's like, well, it like I didn't think they were guilty, but they keep saying not guilty so regularly. That it's that it, starting to seem like, what have they done? Yeah. Like, even if they didn't do this thing, they definitely did something. Yeah, indeed. Okay. That is an issue. I right. mean, I'm spitballing here. No, I, I appreciate it. It's, it's better than what I've come up with. Yeah, but, which is nothing so it, far. It's sad that... In case you didn't know. Hi, hi, my guy <laughs> is top of the pile, unfortunately. <laughs> How about we just sing the complete discography of the Red Hot Chili Peppers and then that'll really cut down on the need to come up with segments for the podcast as well. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. Under the bridge, now. That's where I drew some blood. Like, and none of my band members noticed I was on drugs at that time. <laughs> Have you read his autobiography? I think he lent it to me, in fact. Yeah, I, I think I was the one who, like, told you about that, you know, specific... Oh, you did? ...moment in the book that, like, did stuck, stick with me. He was, yeah, Anthony Kiedis in Scar Tissue, his autobiography, he refers to uh, the song Aeroplane. Yes. Where it's like, I like pleasure spiked with pain. And music is my aeroplane. Mm-hmm. And like I listened to that song hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. Great track. But I didn't realize that it was about him relapsing. No. But yeah, when he writes about it in the book, he's like, I can't believe no, no one, one noticed. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you realize like people might assume, okay, pleasure spiked with pain. Yeah, I guess I can see it as a drug reference. Cause Failed. It just even so, I can, right. I can see what it's going for. But first of all, it doesn't imply that, yeah, he's now back on heroin. Right. It could have just been like, at the time, I like that. <laughs> and that was, you know, he was just drawing from his past. But also, he writes so much random shit that is seemingly meaningless. Oh, yeah. If you're going to take the chorus of give it away now, you're not going to be like, well, he's clearly a pauper now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, we need to get to Anthony Kiedi's house. He's giving stuff away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, I was talking to my friend the other day about song lyrics in like your corner. And he was like, what does this song mean? I think about that song by Galantis. That's like something about peanut butter jelly. <laughs> okay. Do you know the one? Spread it like peanut butter jelly. Oh uh, yeah. How it goes. yeah. Anyway, he goes, what does this song mean? I'm like, mean? <laughs> what do you mean, meaning? Yeah. I remember a while back, me and my sister were listening to Lady Gaga's Poker Face. Right. And it got to that point in the song. It's like, 
Cause I'm bluffing with my muffin. I ain't lying. I'm just stunning with my love glue gunning. Ugh. And it's like that could be something. I also would not put it past it. Just be just like to put meaningless words together. Yeah, I came yeah. up with a good rhyme. It's got some flow. Like I guess stunning with my muffin. That what is it? I'm not bluffing. I'm bluffing with my muffin. I mean, it sounds like something to do with your vagina. Yeah, well, is so my immediate guess. This is this is why I was asking. I'm like, Kirsty, you're a big Lady Gaga oh. fan. <laughs> Do you know what this means? Like, she's you're like, the euphemism girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, I, I got no idea, but look it up. Like, I guarantee you there's like some deep meaning behind right. all that nonsense. And so... It uh, sounds like something you've done with your vagina. Any guesses as to exactly what? Often with my muffin. I don't know, like getting people to do things for her using her sexuality. And what about the next one? I'm, I just love glue gunning. I'm just stunning with my love glue gunning. That sounds like, you know, more penisy. I don't know what that means. Here's what Genius.com Oh god, here we go Asserts What's a love glue gun? This was from three contributors that, you know, worked together on this definition So it's, you know, peer-reviewed Lyric Because I'm bluffing with my muffin I'm not lying I'm just stunning with my love glue gunning She's saying it's more sexual innuendos Muffin equals vagina I knew it That That was obvious She's lying with it She asserts that no, she's not lying She's just stunning him by making him orgasm. Oh, okay. She, yeah, I can buy that. She really wants to be with a girl, not the guy she is seducing oh. with her flirting. A reference to her bisexuality. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. I think that's reading a bit much into it. Well, uh, however much you read into it, I was just like, all right, well, they made something out of that I appreciate gibberish. the work that went into that. Yeah. That's just music in general, isn't it? It's like, yes. That could be like this really deep thing to her. Or it could just be the equivalent of rabble-abba-ding-dong. And it's like, well, however, how the hell are we supposed to know that pleasure spiked with pain was your cry for help? Like, no, I'm on your side, Anthony Kiedis. Be less veiled in your references. Yeah, exactly. I am using drugs again. I am using <laughs> drugs again. We were talking off air recently about Kanye West. His, like one of his most recent meltdowns. Right. Where... He put out a song, which this is like at the start of the it's year. It's amazing. I love this song. Should we, should we bring it Indeed. up? Indeed. We should. I've played it for three people since we've talked about it. And no one had heard about it? No. Flew under the radar. Uh, yeah. So we never actually talked about this on the show when it happened. Like mm-hmm. this came out in April, this song. Yes. And, and I, what a song. I thought that this is just one of those things that it was so outlandish. Everyone immediately ignored it. No, no, ignored it. They Knew were like, about what it. the fuck is going on here? And then they went about <laughs> the rest of their lives. But Kanye put out this song called Lift Yourself. If you go to his website, or at least at the time, if you went to his website. Yeah. It was it's now on Spotify, in case you're wondering. Yeah, it showed up on Spotify like a day or two later. Yeah. But usually he's got links to merchandise and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. If he's got a new album, it would be like, you know, buy the album. If you went to his website on this day in April. It was just like an MP3. Yeah, it was like the icon that you'd see on like your desktop. Yeah, if you an had an MP3. MP3. And the little like speech bubble that kind of comes up on a, like when you send a text message on yes. an iPhone. So it was like the icon for MP3 in that speech bubble. And that was like his entire website <laughs> on just like a white background. And it said like lift yourself uh, master.mp3, something yes. like that. So it starts off quite normal. In fact, the first, what, three minutes or so are just sort of like a soul singer. So th- this, is the, this is the track. It's uh, only two and a half minutes long. Okay, so what, the first two minutes or so are pretty normal. Oh yeah, it's kind of like a, a pretty good, typical Kanye beat. Sort of lead in, yeah. Again, 
Listen, it's not something that overly makes sense. Lift yourself up on your feet. Let's get it on. No, so that's the thing. Like, I don't... Like anyone who complains, how did you not know what my lyrics <laughs> meant? It's like, well, have you listened to a song ever? Yeah, exactly. Are you aware of music? Yeah, since the dawn of time, I it's don't think... It's been utterly senseless. Yeah. So, uh, not a whole lot of rapping going on, but, you know, decent beat. But let's fast forward. It goes on for like that, for about, what, two minutes? Yeah. And, a half? and then, yeah, fast forward a little bit. Kanye finally shows up on the track. But they don't really realize there we go. This next verse This next verse though These bars Watch this Boopy doo scoop I sound like they were like Recorded at different times as well Hoopty scoop Scoop dee boop Whoopy dee scoop Whoop poop Poop do dee whoop scoop Poop Poop Scoop dee dee whoop Whoop dee dee scoop Whoop dee dee scoop poop <laughs> So Not an instant classic No That would probably make me think more that you'd relapse on drugs though Than what Anthony Kiedis <laughs> like, Yeah Kanye's putting out some weird shit yeah. What the fuck is going exactly. on Exactly. If Anthony had put that out I'd be like well he's on drugs again We should get him some help I actually had the opposite reaction I'm like, I think Kanye's not on his drugs like, get- Oh right <laughs> Not on the drugs he needs to yeah, be Yeah, we right. need to uh, get some meds on this guy because yeah. uh, this is weird. And so, uh, like, basically... What does uh, Lyrics Genius say about that? That's a good question, actually. <laughs> I'll try and find out. But, yeah, I was like, he's just trolling. Surely, you would think. Or really excited about pooper scoopers. Yeah, well, there's, like, a whole thing in hip-hop at the moment mm-hmm. where, like, Jay-Z or I think, like, the Migos probably started it. Is that that song is not actually on Lyrics Genius. That's a shame. Where the rappers on like randomly throughout the track will go like scoot or scoop, like yeah. just like random sound effects. Oh like yeah, there's that. a bit of like scoot scoot, and then there's exactly. obviously what's her name, Cardi B. Yeah, she's got the whole like. Yeah, she's got all on. sorts of weird noises. So it seems to be like basically Kanye's version of that, I guess. Ah! <laughs> well, that that's kind of like how I took it at the start. I'm like, he's just fucking around, like doing that same kind of hip hop like filler random sound effecty thing mm-hmm. then another track came out he put out like a an album like he produced an album called daytona for Pusha t okay yep and i think it's on the track like what would meek mill do so yeah kanye produced this whole album uh and he also featured on this song and it was like during this time, like kanye was doing this thing where he would release seven albums in seven weeks and like he was producing all of them One of them was his own album One of them was a collaboration album that he did Called Kids See Ghosts with uh, Kid Cudi mm-hmm. um, But I think this was like the first of the batch that came out and It was like you know a few months after that uh, Lift Yourself song This was uh, end of May that this came out mm-hmm. Sounds you know pretty standard Yep And then uh, you get to the end of the How first chorus and I'm the king of the ovenware we can piece the whole puzzle here niggas talking shit yay how do you respond am i too complex for 
And then Kanye goes into his verse. But it's like, this is an actual album now, not just not just some random file on your website. This is like, someone put this on a record, probably. They're like printing this professionally and just poopity scooping all over it. What are you doing, Kanye? So that comes out and like, you know, we're just basically perplexed. Like yeah. Kanye's- I was just reading a Rolling Stone article, like calling it genius, basically. Well, there's always going to be someone that's like, this is <laughs> Drinking genius. the Kool-Aid. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go that far. It's definitely, it caught my attention. Like, because it's also tuneless. Yeah. Because they're like, they're comparing it to like Louis Armstrong and stuff like that, who did a lot of scatting or like invented scatting. Yeah. And I'm like, but it's not tuneless noises. Like, they're kind of still musical. Like, he doesn't even really fit the aesthetic of the song. And it's not in any sort of meaningful melody or noise pattern. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not even... Like, scatting is different, I but feel. But, like, if if you got that Lift Yourself beat mm. and you put, like, some, you know, normal lyrics over it... Yeah. That could be a pretty good song. Like, right. Or even if you put normal scatting over it. Yeah. This well, is, like, tunelessness. It turns out, like, it took a few months for, like, the full story to be revealed, but it turned out that the intention was... To troll someone. For originally for that song to be more of, like, a regular song, I guess. Right. And a Drake came out and said, uh, yeah, I was supposed to have that beat. And so basically like in hip hop, the way it works is mm-hmm. that everyone just wants the best beats. Right. And so you, then you like rap over them and like, you know, that's like half the song right there yeah, is right. just having like a good beat to rap over. And so Drake was about to put something out, like release a song using that beat. Yeah. And Kanye was just like, oh, fuck you. And just came out. <laughs> now you can never use it. Yeah, poopity scooped over it. Well, like, I guess, yeah, if you do use it now, it's like... It's it, a poopity scoop song. Yeah, it doesn't feel fresh anymore no. and everything. And so then Drake, he's on the Travis Scott song, Sicko Mode. Mm-hmm. This came out about like two months ago. This is one of my favorite tracks of the year. I was going to say, that song is huge right now. 165 million uh, spins on YouTube for the official music video. So, uh, Drake's like featured, he's got the first verse. I think it must be in the first verse that he makes a comment about Kanye West, seemingly. He's, he's, he's about to do his thing. Sun is down, freezing cold. That's how we already know. When it's here, my dog will probably do it for Louis Bell. That's just all he know, he don't know nothing else I tried to show him Yeah I tried to show him Yeah Yeah, 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 yeah Gone on you with the pick and roll Younger Flame, he in sickle mode Yeah, on that track, Drake, <laughs> he goes I crept down the block, made a right cut the lights, paid the price. And apparently Kanye took that to mean, holy shit, he's talking about the directions from his house to my house. (laughs) Of course he did. And so, like, then, you know... I don't think I would even recognise... Like, if you wrote the directions from your house to my house in a song, I wouldn't recognise them. Well, the only way that I even knew that that's what Drake was talking about is because Kanye went on Twitter and just started, like, going on one of his rants. Right. And it's like, you know, rapid fire tweets for hours just about Drake and basically anything else that comes into his line of sight. 
<laughs> going, he said like, how dare you sneak diss me on sicko mode? I'm like, I've been playing that song all summer. Like, where is the sneak? Yeah, like, the, it's what, a real sneaky diss. What the hell are you talking about? And so that's apparently what he's talking about. They're neighbors, I guess. <laughs> Here's a, a diagram. Uh, you can see on the left, Kim and Kanye's house. Yeah. Drake's on the right. And that is the uh, directions from Kanye. You do, in fact, have to go, what is it, left and then right? <laughs> what do you pay the price? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Paid the price. Apparently, again, thanks to Genius.com for sponsoring this episode. Yeah. In order to settle his scores, Drake goes down the block where his enemy was. Cut the lights. So he isn't spotted and made his enemy pay the price. Oh, right. In this case, that enemy is Kanye West, who Drake had a beef with when he recorded the parts of his song. The, pay, the price paid here is the loss of the alleged Adidas deal that was ruined by Kanye-associated Pusha T diss track Story of Adidon, which is another song on that uh, Pusha T album mm-hmm. where Pusha talks about Drake's illegitimate child. Right. And that's why Drake lost an Adidas deal. I guess so. So, I mean, <laughs> it's th- it's very... It's vague. It's, it's definitely a sneak diss. Yeah. So, like, I get what Kanye's saying. Like, Drake... You- Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that you're trying to take both sides, but it's thinly vague. Well, I think I just missed the days... Of like Biggie and Tupac Like I'm gonna like, fucking kill you Tupac Yeah I shot your friend and I fucked your wife And it's like <laughs> That's a diss That's no that's no sneak Well that's that's an in your face diss and I do miss an in your face diss Yeah in music. it seems like I don't know hip hop is getting too cryptic For me to even follow these <laughs> yeah. days I have, to, I have to go to like multiple different websites To even understand who the hell they're trying to diss <laughs> like If Biggie was here He would just be like no The fuck that's not a diss That's this cryptic crossword Yeah yeah <laughs> I don't have time to decipher your lyrics Just tell me who I need to kill Yeah that's right I'll have you shot by the time yeah. someone works out What you're talking about <laughs> Exactly So uh I really don't know what to make of that. Like I, like Kanye's recent output. Mm. I was at the gym recently and someone was playing uh, I Love It. That's like, I guess, the new-ish track that he right. was featured on. That's yes. like, it's huge. It's like, you know, almost up to like hundreds of millions of plays on Spotify. Right. It's so shit. It's like the worst, <laughs> it's one of the worst songs ever. It does. It is one of the first times that, like, because I was just simultaneously listening to my headphones. Someone's like blaring this from their freaking Bluetooth speaker. I hate that. The, the my gym people are the worst, aren't they? But I'm followed closely by beach people. You got a problem with beach people? I've got a problem with beach people. All right, we'll get to that. In I'll a second. thinly veil it. Yeah, please do. <laughs> so, but like, I'm listening to old school Kanye on my headphones. Oh, someone, really? someone's blasting new, new school. school? I, I love it. I'm like, my, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this shit? Was, you know, I'm not saying that I don't like some of his new stuff, but like, oh my God. Like, I hope that's not the trajectory that we're right, on. Right, yeah. Yikes. Uh, but yeah, the gym like is getting crazy. There's this like guy, he's like one of my neighbors on this floor. If you go out of my house and take a ride. <laughs> like, sorry, I'm, I don't mean to sneak One day this. I cut his lights. Yeah. I uh, No, like he and his girlfriend, mm. they were like, Take the dog to the gym That's weird Yeah And so like the first time it happened The dog doesn't need the gym Take the dog for a walk I know (laughs) Like you've already 
done half the effort yeah, taking them downstairs Why on the leash now. Go to the gym. Yeah, Walk your dog. It's basically the same. Exactly. Like uh, the first time it happened. What it do was, they like tie it onto the treadmill and sit back and <laughs> drink beers? Maybe that I would almost understand. Yeah. He was just tied to like the front door. That's so weird. And so espe- well, especially. You live here. Yeah. And like, especially for me who had to like get past the dog. So it's like now I'm all of a sudden. <laughs> it's just the dog. It's not like Cerberus. <laughs> Well, she was like, the, the doors were closed and the dog was like on the inside. Oh. And so I felt like, well, if I open the door, Do I release the hounds? Yeah. I don't want to be... I don't want to let the dogs out. <laughs> Maybe that's how we should start the podcast. <laughs> uh, episode 174. Still no closer to finding out who let the dogs that's out. That's right. <laughs> now that's a true crime podcast I'd listen to. But it was pouring rain the first time this happened. And so I was thinking, oh, okay, maybe the guy like went down to walk the dog and, and it was pouring rain and then he realized that, yeah, it was like too wet. And so it's like, well, I could take the dog back upstairs. I don't want to make two trips. Yeah. And so he just got lazy and it's like, I'll go to the gym inside where it's, you know, dry. Yeah. I'll keep an eye on the dog. And I was like, okay, it's like weird, but. I I'll, guess it I'll, could happen. Yeah. I'll allow it. But then like the next time it's like perfectly sunny day. Dog just randomly hanging out at the gym. That's it's so weird. It's like a very small gym yes. as well. We've got room for like five people essentially. Oh, at most. That would be if you were like. If every like machine is being used. Yeah. And the floor. Yeah. And so someone's hanging from the ceiling. And we're like, I don't need it. A, like being taken up by your dog. <laughs> and then like the other thing is everyone chooses to blast their own music. Really? Well, not everyone, but there's always like one dick, you know? And it sucks because there'll be like four of us with our headphones in. Yeah. And then like someone will just come and like put on their Bluetooth speaker and it's like, if I wanted to listen to Gangnam Style, I would just, <laughs> I know how to do that. You know? Yeah. I know how to work these headphones. Yeah. Like, yeah. why are you now the DJ of the entire gym? <laughs> Freaking bullshit. But like the beach, I don't know. I don't know. I have as bigger problem of it. Like I don't if- like people with Bluetooth be- speakers on at the beach either. Why? I don't know. Again, like I don't want to have to listen to your shitty music while I'm trying to enjoy the beach. But usually the beach is big enough that there should be... You can get enough distance yeah, between you Yeah, but sometimes when it's crowded, you can't. And you're just like, I hate this song. Again, it's the same issue. Like, I guess it's weird to wear headphones at the Yeah, beach, you can't... But like, why do you need music at the beach? Yeah, I feel like in two minds about that one. Okay. Because, like, there's certainly been... Like, I remember when I was at the beach in Dubai. Right. It was, like, this, uh, like, theme park. or like a water park, basically. Sure. And they've got this awesome beach there and there was like a DJ like spinning or like yeah, summer if there's tunes a DJ, and stuff. That's fun. But it was like, I don't know. It's, it's not like Tiesto. It's just <laughs> basically some kid with a CD. Again, I'm still more into that than people just showing up with their random YouTube speaker. I mean, uh, Bluetooth. Speaker. Well, I guess it would be like better, uh, you know, like better sound system and stuff. But also I feel like there's a vibe they're going for. Yeah. He did have a, playlist curated yeah there's a vibe and also i went there knowing what i was getting into i'm not like i can't wait to go to the beach and i hope someone brings a bluetooth speaker yeah fair enough i guess like i don't really mind it like or at least i mean i guess i'm not going to the beach you're not regularly really a beach guy enough i don't think yeah it's been a problem well now i might have to be because uh it's 43 degrees tomorrow ben so i hear <laughs> and my mum like she's moved house now so i don't have access to the pool. Oh shit, son. We've only we do have a pool at the apartment here, but it's like in this 
greenhouse. Oh my god, it gets so hot in there. It's that's such a pointless pool. I don't understand. Yeah, like it's good for swimming laps, basically, like the rest of the year. But in summer, where you want it to just like cool off, a it's going to be packed with people. Yeah, for that's starters, like the one time of year that people actually decide to make use of it. But it's also the worst time of year to do it. Because it's a thousand in there. Yeah, like it's hotter than it is outside, outside because yeah. it's got this like glass enclosure around it. It's the worst. You could grow orchids in there in the summer easily. Mm, maybe we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> like it feels like you're going to the tropics when you go to your pool. Yeah. It's like a fucking jungle lagoon. They just need to like cut some air holes or something. Like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> just like let people breathe in there because it's like. It's like the butterfly house at yeah, the zoo or something. Yeah, it's literally like the butterfly house. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I feel like there's going to be a real hot summer coming and I'm just... You're out of options, friend. Yeah, I got to become a beach guy, I guess. Well, you're going to find out how you feel about beach uh, speakers. Maybe yeah. I'm just being like a get off my lawn. Well, th- yeah. Am I, I being curmudgeonly? I, I, I like, don't think I have as big a problem of it as long as there's... A big enough beach to get, get away from it, and even if there's like multiple people with Bluetooth speakers, the beach is pretty huge. It's not like, <laughs> again, it's not like the gym where there's like a very confined radius that everyone's going to be crammed into. Okay, you've got me there. Yeah, but it is funny. Like, I remember being at that beach in Dubai. Yeah, and that's good. They were blasting Justin Bieber. Right. I think it was like around the time, like, "What do you mean, Kenya?" Oh, okay. and stuff like that, and so. It's one of those things where I'm like, this is never a song that I would like go <laughs> out of my to way to. to like put on, you know, into my At own home. playlist or anything like right. that. But in that context, I'm like, fuck yeah, Justin <laughs> Bieber. It was going off. <laughs> it's so funny that like, I guess like, yeah, context can make such a difference. I feel like the beach is inherently fun. You think no matter what they played, there would have been... I'd good. be into it probably. Yeah. Because I love the beach. But it's like, it's got to be pop music in that oh, scenario. Oh, absolutely. You can't like go on and like, you know, I've been You're to... You're not playing like the Smiths or something. Right. Like I've been to a Metallica concert on multiple occasions. It definitely wasn't thrown on the beach. Yeah. They weren't like enter Sandman as I walked in. That's <laughs> that like... would be well like a... I mean, it would be thematic at the very least. That's true. But I feel like it's more suitable to like a WWE event or something. <laughs> I just, I don't know if you just got this... Uh, notification through on your phone mm. but there's a news.com.au or apple news article that's just come through as a push notification for me to completely change the subject and it says the reality of living in a six-person share house um i feel like that's everyone in 2019 i know i'm like i love how they're like this is news is it like news for baby boomers or something like this is what it is like for your young children Struggling in today's world. Like, it's isn't that quite normal? Yeah, how many people are in your house? Four. Often five, sometimes six. What, with, like, boyfriends and girlfriends right, and stuff? Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean... Four permanent residents. Yeah, we've got three here, and uh, I got no complaints. Yeah, I just think it's funny that that's news. I would argue that is not news. Yeah, it would be more amazing. It's like... This is what it's like if you can afford to live on your own. That's what the article I need to see. Yeah. <laughs> like, what would that like, be like? What is that amazing world? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, what do you mean a whole house to yourself? <laughs> yeah, my mom sometimes complains about it because my childhood home is now empty. She's like, I'm just rattling around in all this space. Like, I don't know what to do with it all. I'm she, like, I have ideas. She doesn't have that much space. I've been over there. Where I tried to, <laughs> I had to free her Roomba from all the clutter. 
<laughs> That's true. She doesn't have that much space. I mean... It's a big house to store all her things. Yes, indeed. I guess it's a big house is more what I'm getting at. But yes, she's like, I'm just rattling around in all these rooms. I'm like, I have ideas. Give me the house. You can live with my housemate. Well, yeah, there you go. I've got like one, I don't know, a present wrapping room. <laughs> <laughs> I was... Being a bit self-reflective over the New Year's period. Oh, have you got uh, resolutions? No, people keep asking me about resolutions. I've, first of all, never really been a resolution guy. Yeah. Not much resolve. <laughs> well, it's more like if I wanted to do something, I would just do it. Like, <laughs> I don't need to wait for New Year's to you know make that kind of commitment, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's things I want to do. Like, I've been working on a video game in my time off, but... It's not like I'm going to be able to finish that this year. I like, you know, I know realistically that that's a massive undertaking. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep working on it. But that doesn't feel like a resolution to just keep doing things that I'm already doing. It's like, sure, I would want to get in like better shape and stuff. But it's like I already go to the gym multiple times a week. Like <laughs> how much more is it? Like it's just basically the resolution There's, is just. You're not getting your dick V, Ben. Yeah, I know. So it's like 2018 was pretty good. Let's just keep that going. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Do you have any? No. Yeah. Anyway, it was like Christmas Eve. Oh, sorry. New Year's Eve Eve. Okay. Right. And I didn't have like a big New Year's Eve plan this year. I kind of just like chilled at the apartment, but we've got an awesome view of the fireworks and everything from the river. So. I was like, even like a night in is pretty, pretty good. Like celebratory, right? Exactly. So I uh, just invited a friend over and, you know, we just played got some video games oh. and yeah, got it on as well. But I just had this urge oh, no. to play Beat Saber. Okay. And are you familiar with this no. game at all? Basically what it is, is like the modern version of a guitar hero. Okay. Where like... No- Unlike the ancient guitar hero. Well, this is like, please, guitar hero. That's like 2007. <laughs> From the ballads of old. Yeah, we're living in the future now. Uh, so this is like guitar hero in virtual reality. Oh, that's pretty fun. Okay. And so instead of like using a guitar, you've got lightsabers. Okay. And one in each hand and you're like swiping at the musical notes in time to the beat. Oh, that old instrument. Yeah. I know exactly what they're trying to emulate. It's the music of the future, <laughs> Mickey. Is. And so, like, I was just, like, you know, in my room going, like, I could really play some Beat Saber. Like, I played it at a friend's house a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, I don't own it, but it came out recently for PlayStation, which I do have. Mm-hmm. And so, I was like, I'm going to just buy it. Sure. Like, this is why I work. Yeah, that's right. Is to afford cool things like that. <laughs> so, I jump on the website, I download it. And by the time that I've got to my console, mm. the game's already finished downloading. Excellent. I just like, you know, log it up, log on. I just boot it boot up. Boot it up. Log on. Log on. <laughs> put the headset on. Log it on. up, as we people that don't have time say. <laughs> yeah. And I'm uh, jumping around my lounge room in virtual reality with lightsabers, like just dancing to this like electronic music. Okay. And afterwards, like, I played it for, like, 90 minutes. It's like, oh, God. It's, like, midnight by the time I finish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was drenched in sweat Yeah, you would be. It was, it's a full-on workout. <laughs> Make no mistake about that. But it's one of those things I was, like, kind of packing up at the end of the night. I'm like, yeah, if 13-year-old Ben, if I could go back and say, like, hey, in the year 2019, you're going to have, like, lightsabers in virtual reality and you're just going to be, like, able to dance around your living room, <laughs> he would be like... 
Fuck yeah, I am because it's 2019. That's the future. That's what we're all going to be doing in the future. And so I was like, all right, well, even if we do have to have these like six people share house type experiences, yeah, right. it ain't so bad. We got fucking Beat Saber to yeah, keep us entertained. Yeah, we got reality lightsaber music. Yeah, you think like the future is going to be. Um, uh, just like one moment that all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, we've got flying cars and, you know, everyone is like teleporting over the right. place or whatever. But it's like, nah, it's shit like that that sneaks up on you. Where it's like, <laughs> oh my God, like I'm doing this in my lounge room. I'm in another like, you know, world and no one's really even thinking about it. Well, I think about our grandparents. Like how much has the world changed in their lifetime? It's insane. Yeah. Imagine being them. Like I actually can't wrap my head around it. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. Like, like, they didn't really have... Like, people didn't really own cars when they were born. No, exactly. They were, like, a luxury item and no one had a telephone. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. Isn't it? Well, and like, it, the phones and the internet is, like, the big one that... like that's. They didn't even have a TV to, like, f- like fathom the idea. But I'm just saying, like, as kids, we didn't have phones and the internet. That's true. Like, that's just in our last, like, 20 years. Yeah, I know, right? Or virtual reality. And now you can't even, like, picture life without either of those things. No. But imagine being them, though. Like, you, we could at least fathom it because we had phones. Like, imagine if this was portable or, like, you know that TV box? Imagine you could share it. Like, how could you even, in, like, 1920, fathom, like, the magical music TV box? Yeah. So now the question is, like, what do we have when we're their age? Yeah, exactly. That we haven't even, like, we can't even fathom of. Yeah. Like, I just can't even, like, imagine if you're like, oh, I bet in the future there'll be a box where they show stage shows in your home, but the shows were a long time ago. Uh, yeah, well, it's like... Uh, I guess they had movies. Uh, yeah, but I guess, like, the thing is, like, always trying to... Like, how did, would you explain this to someone in the 1920s? And right. it's like, okay, well, it's like on your TV. And it's like, what's a TV? It's like, well, it's <laughs> like a movie, but it's uh, in your house. And, yeah, like, it's a lot of steps just to right. explain all that kind of exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I appreciate it. I Since we're talking about grandparents, let's get on to the uh, Christmas, New Year stuff. Oh, excellent. My, it's always good in your house. Well, it was like pretty low key again this year just because my sister's overseas yep. and but my mum is in the new place so we were hosting and uh, my grandparents came over. My grandma is like a big lemonade fan. Huh. And by when I say lemonade fan, I think that's all she subsists on nowadays. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. She's she's got to be like in her 90s I'm right. thinking now. So all of her calories are lemonade calories or she loves the Beyoncé album. Yeah, both she <laughs> okay. loves she loves Sprite and Beyonce. It's not a bad way to go in your nineties. <laughs> so mum made like homemade lemonade. Right. She's like, oh yeah, this will be like a little extra treat as opposed to just the store bought. Would she be like, what is this shit? I want Sprite. Yeah. No way. Uh, absolutely. Really? Like, not only was she opposed to the homemade lemonade, like anything else that went on her plate, she was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> It's like, I guess it's one of those things that happen when you just turn that a age. Bajillion. Yeah. Where it's like, you got no filter. Yes. And so even like, you know, we had like this awesome Christmas spread of, you know, every kind All of the, meat. Like, and Yeah, hams and turkeys. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. Anything you can think of. And there's so much good food there. And I think she would just like nibble on every little thing, kind of just be like, show ooh, yeah, complete disgust <laughs> and just demand <laughs> some more Sprite. And so I had to go out because, like, at one point, I'm like, well, we don't have, like, we've only got... lemonade. Yeah, we've only got this homemade lemonade, which even, like, 
my auntie tried to like strain it for her like oh maybe she doesn't like the pulp right and that didn't work we gave her like water and she was like what is disgusting i'm like it's water (laughs) it inherently doesn't have a taste yeah how could you object to water there's literally almost nothing (laughs) in this it's like it's like you saying air yeah that's right like i don't want to breathe this is gross yeah but so uh, I had to go out on Christmas Day and find like a service station that was and buy open. buy lemonade. And, yeah, buy a thing of Sprite. You would have looked like the biggest sad loser. I was surprised how many other people were basically doing the same oh, thing. Oh, really? And, yeah. Yeah. I had to buy eggnog. There you go. Yeah. But it's like people were, I don't know. If you were, obviously the uh, service station is like jacking up the prices by like double the store-bought oh, lemonade. Oh, totally. But they seem to have a good thing going for being the only place being open. open. Yeah. Oh, that could have been a $100 bottle of Sprite and you would have had to get it. Mm, I don't know. If really? <laughs> Imagine if you came back and you're like, Mum, it was $100. She'd be like, for God's sakes, Ben. I feel like we could have just told Grandma that we had got some Sprite. Or that there would be, it would make something what would work. You, <laughs> aerate water or something. Yeah, I'm like, I can, I can you know, drive to the next town over and... <laughs> find somewhere that can sell me Sprite. I'll just knock on some doors. Someone's going right. to have a I'll get her some from Sprite. McDonald's. Yeah. But uh, what about you? How was your, like, you know, Christmas Eve stuff? Yeah, uneventful. I don't really have anything podcast worthy. I'm surprised. I was seeing, like, a you know, a whole bunch of photos. I haven't seen you in, like, two and a half weeks. No, it's been a while, hasn't it? So, uh, like, you know, a photo would pop up on your Facebook timeline or something. I'm like, oh, Vicky's up to adventures it feels weird not even like no you know, really like talking to you that whole time <laughs> but uh what just happy christmas and new year's yeah it all went off smoothly which is not good for a podcast but like <laughs> lifestyle good mm. but poor for comedy fair enough <laughs> what did you do for new year's uh, i went down to tasmania so we went surfing on new year's eve during the day and then that night hung out with some friends and actually didn't notice the change Oh, into New Year's because we were in the middle of a game of Pandemic, the board game. Oh, what time did you notice? Uh, 12.06. Okay. I feel like that's at least in the acceptable window. Of like, right. Oh, it wasn't shit. like three days later. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny because I had the TV on. Well, that's the usual 10 to you get the TV on. To yeah, prepare. exactly. And so because we're in the city, the fireworks went off at midnight. Right. But the countdown was still going on on the TV. Huh. So it was like 10, 9, 8, 7. <sighs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about the seven second delay. Oh, yeah, of course. And so I guess, yeah, because they're live, but they've still got the delay in case anyone like swears or whatever. It really took like the the drama the out of the situation because yeah. I was like immediately on the back foot. I'm like, oh, shit. It's already, oh, God. Yeah, it's already midnight. I guess I'll like, but, like in previous years. I'll be at um, like at a friend's house or something, and everyone's chanting the countdown together. Yeah, you can right. just follow along on the TV. You've got no fireworks to indicate that like you're actually <laughs> seven seconds right. behind. Yeah, no, it definitely took the magic out of the moment that we were like mid like involved board game and quite drunk trying to like play this difficult nerdy <laughs> cooperative board game. We we're like, oh yeah, ha- happy, happy new, new year. year. Anyway, back to the pandemic. What is pandemic? It's, uh, like, it's like about a cooperative, viruses or yeah, something? Yeah, it's a cooperative board game where you work as like scientists trying to defeat multiple diseases that have broken out across the world. Cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> happy new year to me. <laughs> do, they do say what you do on new year is, is like... They said that to my friends yeah. and they had never heard that. So it's like what you what you're doing at the strike of midnight, midnight is how your year's gonna yeah. go. So are you gonna like cure some disease? I think so. 
Yeah, or you're going to be spending the year battling diseases and oh, unsuccessful. Well, we won. Okay, well, that's a good start. <laughs> well, no, I feel like I'll be drunk and oblivious. I mean, there could be worse ways to spend your year, I suppose. I know, right? I was like, no, we were like having fun and didn't even notice what was going on in the rest of the world. <laughs> that sounds like a great way to spend my year. I thought I was the only person that felt that was a thing. They were like, what? What are you talking about? No, that's like... You know, just one of those, again, like small talky type things that people always say about New Year's. I know. They had never heard it. I was like, oh, it's going to be a great New Year for us. We're going to be like, you know, hanging out with friends, having a good time so much so that you sort of miss what's going on around you. And they're like, what? Next, you'll be telling me they'd never heard of the whole, like, I haven't seen you since last year jokes. Oh, God. Have you got any of those or are people kind of finally? no. Yeah, I've somehow managed to dodge it, but I feel like I might go back to work on Monday and... You'll get the influx of them or something. Have you seen many New Year, New Me posts on Facebook? I do love a bit of that. I've seen a few like uh, retrospective, like, oh, these are my like highlights and stuff for 2018. I don't mind that. But I haven't haven't seen like people... Yeah, trying to get a new lease on life. But okay. again, I guess I've not been spending too much time on social media. I do love well. a bit of New Year, New Me on Facebook. You do? Not personally, but I love to read other people's. Why? I'm like, good, you were the worst. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 2017, you, 2018, you keep, like, keep gonna, trying, keep trying. Yeah, they're like, I'm going to be kinder and more respectful and like, you know, try to find the joy in life. I'm like, you do need to do that. You're a, yeah. <laughs> You're a joyless meanie. I'm glad to read that. <laughs> yeah, what if there's like someone that you really liked, how they were towards you in 2018? I'll be like, don't change. Yeah, new... New year, year, old you. Yeah. You, you, last year, you were doing all right. I liked last year's you. Yeah. Let's go back to that. <laughs> yeah. I'll say that if I don't like the changes. Yeah. Because maybe the only way is up. I mean, I think that's the implication, but you never know. Maybe, I'll let them know mid-year. Maybe that's what I'll be. I'll post my status. will be like, new year, new me, a new shittier, darker, yeah, more right. depressed. I've and, decided to become mean and joyless. Yeah. Let's try that for a year. Yeah. I mean... I may as well give it a shot, right? Yeah, right. Just something different. Yeah. yeah. Mix it up. 2019. <laughs> stroll into 2020 with uh, some life experience. Yeah. See, then when 2020 rolls around, people will be appreciated. Like, finally, New Year, you Ben. <laughs> I'll make them really look forward to that. <laughs> new decade, new Ben. Yeah. I tried out all the Bens last decade and I settled <laughs> on the one I like the most. Isn't it crazy? Like, like 2019, like, yeah, that makes sense. But thinking that next year's 2020... It makes me angry. Why? You think I don't know. You, just uncomfortable to the point of anger. Do you think you would have like achieved more by 2020 or something? I don't know. It's just like, I remember when that was like, that's ages away. And yeah. then I'm like, oh my God, it's not ages away. I always think about it like in terms of the Olympics, like whenever the Olympics rolls around, like it's four years till the next one. Yeah. And you're always like, oh, I wonder what I'll be in the next Olympics. And it's like... Oh, like, I'll be so old. That's never going to happen. And the next thing you know, it's like the Olympics is here. And like, holy shit, like, how'd that go? Well, I remember they had a plan to revitalize the town where I grew up. And the end of the plan was 2020. And that was also the name of the plan. Oh, yeah. And it came out, I think, mid-high school. And I was like, well, which is what? The early 2000s. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be a million by the time this is done. Yeah, and are they anywhere nearer to revitalizing this shit? I haven't been back. Okay. So, I mean, if they are, it's not drawing in the tourist dollars. Sure. <laughs> May, yeah, it's not worth going back until 2020. No, anyway. I'll, see, I'll see the end of the project. Yeah. They built a new pool. Yeah, it's a good pool. Is it? I mean... It's got a water slide. That's all I'm aware of. I've never actually been to Oh, the you pool. haven't. How do you know it's good? 
I just see the giant freaking water slide I know, from the right? outside. Yeah. I'm like, even if that doesn't work, what an advertisement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do want to go on the water slide because it is one of those things that as a kid, you drive past that part of town mm. pretty regularly. Yeah. And now there's actually something fun to do there. I know, right? So it's like, I feel like... We just, were ripped off. Yeah, to satisfy, again, the younger Ben... Be like, in 2020, you'll be riding on a water slide in this pool. And yeah. you'll be like, no way. This is like a shitty outdoor pool. It's right. like peeling. You're like, give it time, my friend. Yeah. Give it time. <laughs> oh, you don't know what 2020 is like. Yeah, There's water slides in VR. Actually, that <laughs> sounds awesome. <laughs> right? That is what we envision yeah. the future to be. There's really sick water slides in VR and you can afford to go there without your parents. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. I think I do need a child to take with me. No? Why? I'll go with you. Yeah, basically a child. So yes, this is works. true. <laughs> like um, I was saying recently, like we uh, hadn't seen the movie Gremlins up until a few weeks ago. Yes. And it was that kind of thing where I was saying like, well, did I miss my opportunity to see Gremlins? No, you did not. And, and yeah, it turned out I didn't. I just had to find some childlike friends oh, yeah. to go with me. And? and? And it was great. But I just don't want to be the one person who's lining up for this water slide with 50 other like right, children six year around olds. you yeah. right it's like we went to bounce inc it's a place where it's just like here's 100 trampolines yeah and the average age is probably what 12 i don't know because my company took me there like, so you had the like business book, i used the to place, work for. like booked out or something yeah okay because like i've been twice just on a, a you know day trip with some friends or whatever right. and it is always like us as 30 year olds and a bunch of like 11 year olds you're like oh i feel weird yeah well like you need the buffer of it's me and my friends oh you can't go alone that's what i'm saying i don't think you can go to bouncing alone in general no but I, really but my point <laughs> it's like going to disneyland alone <laughs> just jumping up and down yeah, in the corner. yeah i am enjoying all these fun trampolines no i definitely i'm like it's a friend's activity yeah more and more i'm doing things on my own oh yeah but Bouncing is definitely a no. step too far. Yeah, I, uh, that is a bridge too far. I wouldn't go down the water slide on my own either. Mm, so we'll see. Like, not if it's popular. Like, I, I need like if there's a lot of if it's completely empty. Even then, I don't want to be coming out the end like woo. <laughs> just to like you know the one lifeguard. Yeah, or something. exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, I've been like more and more going to like the movies on uh, my own or going to like concerts and stuff. Right. Like I went to Lana Del Rey last year with my sister and it was awesome. Mm. But I got like very emotional. Like the first song she, she starts singing. And she I, like, dedicated it to you. That's right. Or at least in my heart. I assume <laughs> she did. No, but I actually like started tearing up. Oh no. And it was just like, oh my God. That's like, unlike you. I, I know. I rarely show any emotion. I know. I can't believe it. And my sister saw this oh and no. had the same reaction to you. She's like... I've got to document this moment. Basically, Did she take photos? She didn't take photos. She like essentially badgered me until the moment was over. Oh, what did she say? See, I wanted to like bask in the glory of Lana Del Rey. Right. And instead she was like, oh my God, are you crying? And like just kept going like, oh, you're crying, aren't you? Oh my God, like what's happening? And she <laughs> concocted this whole scenario in her head. What was the scenario? That I had a secret girlfriend <laughs> and that was our song. And I was getting welled up about that because... That's so weird! The majesty of, 
Lana's voice couldn't be the Enough only alone. thing. Yeah. yeah. It had to be like this. You're like, oh, this is my secret dead girlfriend song. She died in my arms while this was playing. <laughs> well, not necessarily like even dead, but she was just like, you've definitely got this other girlfriend. And she's always very suspicious that you have a girlfriend. Is she? Yes. I remember once I was talking about my best friend's girlfriend, meaning my other best friend, as I have many. And she was like, oh, my God, Ben, I can't believe it. You never told me anything. I'm like, relax. No, like you and me, like I know people have suspected that we've been a couple because just like how much time we spend together and stuff. Yes, once a week, the average Ben (laughs) girlfriend time. That is is my uh, typical MO. But Again, no one suspects that we are a couple. Yeah, on my side. They're like, you only see him once a week. You're not glued to this every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's mostly people who don't know us very yes, well. that's true. Like, Erica's boyfriend was like a big one that every time he would come over, he would be like, oh, what's going on? Well, yeah, he would be like, they're just going to, he would be like, you guys are just going to look at each other one day and fall in love. Yeah, and like, trust me, if you listen to the show for even a second. <laughs> You'll know how much we hate each realize other. realize that that's definitely not the case. <laughs> So I can understand from like an outsider's perspective, people that don't know us thinking that, but like from our closest friends, that seems more unlikely. Yes. But anyway, it was things like that where I was like, I definitely don't have a secret girlfriend. Could you just let me (laughs) enjoy the music (laughs) in peace? I only cry once every five years. Yeah. I like to enjoy it. Let me uh, feel a human emotion. Right. And, uh, you get to have so many, it's not fair. <laughs> and by the time that I finally got it, it shut up, the motion, the moment was gone. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, since then I've been like, you know, it's also hard to like get people to, to, people to do yeah, like yeah. not only are people lazy, but I understand it's like often expensive to come to these shows and yes, stuff like that. Plus so. like people have children and now and are married and yeah, exactly. that's the best thing about having a boyfriend though. Is like an automatic plus one. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they have to come or you'll cry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, certainly like things for like friends' weddings, for example. Right. It's pretty much like the one time where I'm like, yeah, I'd need a girlfriend for this situation. Right. Because like if it's a bunch of our high school friends or something. Well, it's going to be fun anyway. There's loads of people. Yeah, there's heaps of people that I know. That's fine. But if it's like me and I know like the bride and the groom and then everyone else, I'm like, oh, I might have met someone at the Bucks party or whatever. But there's going to be a lot of talking to strangers. Like it's nice to have that one person to turn to in the moments between that you can kind of just, you know, make fun of the other guests with. Exactly. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> you know, someone to uh, debrief with. Yeah. Or you've got a built in wingman. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that, that's, they don't help you pick up other people just in case you were wondering. Oh, you got the wrong wingman. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel when you make a girlfriend cry? I love it. <laughs> no, why? Of course, terrible. No, because I didn't realize like how bad it makes people feel. What made you come to this realization? Well, then? I've had to like rein in my crying because I'm a crier. Yeah. And so I've had to rein it in because it makes my boyfriend feel terrible. I also I don't think you're a crier though. Didn't we establish like in terms of the amount of average people, you know, the amount that the average person cries. Yeah. You were like well below that. We'd like did some research. Uh, how much is the average? Per- Let's look this up again. I thought it was something like twenty times a month or something for like the average woman. Twenty times a month. It was something. It was really high. And I think at the point you had cried like six times in that year. Yeah. And you were complaining that I was responsible for like a significant number of those tears. No, I think I was claiming your housemate Julian. Was. Okay. Well, either way, 
you were still well below average. Yeah, okay. I average <laughs> four times per month. 3.5, Okay, times. maybe it was like 20 times a year then. Okay. Yeah, it's a Yeah, lot. four times per month would still be 48 times a year. So when you say you're a crier... I'm not really a crier. Yeah. But how much are you down to now? Up to. I've, I've well, you said you had to rein it in. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to. Because I've not ever, like, affected anybody else with my tears. So, yeah, so you've gone from, what, like one cry a month to... Half a cry. <laughs> <laughs> I cry every two months, I guess. I've just, uh, I've been measuring the mills. Yeah, I'm cutting down on mills. That's yeah. how I'm doing it. Right. I thought I'd start that way. It's like <laughs> cigarettes. And I start crying later in the day, so I don't crave Smart. them. Smart, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but why is he making you cry? Uh, stupid things. So maybe you shouldn't be crying then. Maybe it is a good thing that you're <laughs> raining it in. <laughs> you're saying it's like affecting him. Wait, mm. What did you think would happen? I thought it'd be like... Sucked in, you loser. Yeah. Made you cry. <laughs> Yes, I guess. Or just indifferent. No, of course it's <laughs> it's like the worst. Like I don't want to be responsible for your, you know, your outward expression of your inner turmoil. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought people would be like, oh, that's sad. But like, it's obviously quite upsetting. Yeah, that's why people don't want to make other people cry. <laughs> I didn't realize that this was, uh, you know, something you only learned at 30 years old. <laughs> I don't really often make people cry. Well, I mean, that's good, I guess. Yeah, thanks. I don't know. I just thought you'd be like, oh, that's a bummer. But not like, oh, my God, I'm a devil. I guess it depends on the situation. Like if it's a unwarranted cry. S- cry. Yeah. It's like if you stubbed your toe and then somehow blamed me for it. <laughs> Then I'll probably not feel too much sympathy for you if you like suddenly burst into tears. Yeah, right. I'm trying to think of like the handful of scenarios that I've made girls cry. Yeah. It was usually like a joke or something that backfired. Yes. I was like, this often. Will, yeah, this will be this will be hilarious. And it turns out they didn't find it as funny no. as it was in my head. And uh, yeah, like I still think about it. You know, it's not like. I think they have long forgotten those moments. See, it was the recent cry was, uh, yes, much like this situation. It was a spider-related incident. Okay. Like I say, I'm afraid of spiders. Yeah. And people are like, oh yeah, aren't we all? Sure. And think that they can taunt me with spiders or. So what did you get? Like a spider in a jar or something? No, <laughs> no. So there was a spider situation, and he was like, "It'll be fine" because it was a tiny spider. What was and it? I was just like, like crawling of. Around the room or something? No, it was like on my laundry as I was like unpacking it. Okay. And I was like, Ugh! and he's like, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. And yeah. I was like, well, I can't deal with it. He's like, well, I don't really like spiders either. I don't want to touch it. Okay. Um, and so you're like, well, to win this battle, I'll cry. No, then I was, he was like, it's fine. Just like put your laundry in a way. And I burst into tears because I was really scared of the spider. I mean, I guess it's not like <laughs> you voluntarily... No, I wasn't like tears begin. I was terrified. Because sometimes it feels like that. When you see like a little kid, they'll fall off like a playground. They'll be like on the seesaw or something. Yeah. They'll fall off into the tan bark and they'll just like burst into tears. And But you can see their like thought process. There's like a five second delay from when they hit the <laughs> ground to when the tears start flowing. 
<laughs> it's like, you're not sad. You're just crying because you think that that's what's supposed to happen in this scenario. <laughs> like when you fall or something, you cry. That's yeah. how it goes. And then like their mum rushes the over. Yeah, the mum will rush over, like pick them up, dust them off and go, oh, you know, you're okay. And then instantly they're okay. And it's like th- those tears were not warranted. <laughs> like... It's definitely the boy you cried wolf. Yes. Next time you cry, I'm not going to believe you, but it's like, oh, I, you know, it could be something that's actually like... I'm, right, your spleen's hanging out. Yeah, my foot got run over, <laughs> but I don't believe you because I just saw you fake cry on the playground. No, I definitely wasn't fake crying. I hate spiders. But I hate to the them. point where it's like going to make you burst into tears. Yes. I've told you the story of how my psychology lecturer in uni tried to desensitize me to them and he drew a stick figure spider with a face on it and I was like take it away no I did not know that (laughs) really he was joking around he's like I'm gonna desensitize you to spiders and drew like a literally like stick figure spider and he's like puts it near me I'm like you're gonna have to move that away you're you're like an episode of Maury waiting to happen (laughs) what I'm that, dating that was, a spider. No, that was their whole thing is they would always have people with that crazy phobias. It's like, not a crazy phobia to be afraid of spiders. No, but to have that reaction to it. like I can't touch a picture of spiders. Like, Yeah, that's crazy part. You didn't know. You must know this about me. I cannot, like a photo of a spider, I can't touch it. Like if I'm scrolling through Facebook. Yeah. Like I can't, like I have to touch not on the screen if there's a spider photo or video. What, you have to like swipe like the side yeah. portion of it or something? Yeah. How often does spider photos come up on your feed? All too often for my <laughs> liking. Wow. Once is enough. All right. Yeah, I didn't know. But uh, the price for spiderlessness is eternal vigilance, Ben. But this is the thing. Like he says he doesn't like spiders either. He doesn't know that your phobia is so... Uh, well, that's strong. what he said. So he kind of snapped at me and was like, well, he's like, it's not like I love spiders. Yeah. And so then I burst into tears. But now he's like, well, fuck, I guess. I'm I, the spider guy. Yeah. Like yeah. between the two of us, I'm slightly less scared of spiders. So now I have to deal with this. Yeah. Extremely less scared. He's like normal human scared of spiders. I wouldn't really say it's like his fault. You're like, are you crying at like him snapping at you or are you crying at the spider? Just... <laughs> It's all bad. It's a big yeah. mixture of bad. I mean, I guess I, in that scenario, personally, I wouldn't feel too bad. Oh, really? I'd be like, well, I guess I learned a lesson. But <laughs> what was the lesson? That Vicky hates spiders. <laughs> yeah, I can't. you didn't know that I can't touch pictures of spiders. No. This really? Is, this is new information. We would have done 170 plus episodes about this. Are phobia. you serious? Yeah. yeah, if you put a picture of a spider next to me, I'll feel like... I can't, like, I will want you to take it away. Yeah, well, it is always funny, like, finding out, well, not funny, but it's always interesting finding out people's phobias that yeah. have, like, that kind of strong reaction. There's two girls that I work with mm-hmm. that I discovered this thing. I think it might be called, like, tripopophobia. Oh, like the holes in yeah, things? Yeah, they don't like holes in things. And it's, like, this, like, semi-common Like, I see fear. them, I'm a bit like, ooh, that's weird. But, like, again, it's like my boyfriend's spider levels. Right, yeah. So you know, it's, it's like wool, but right, so you don't you don't like it either. It's like a lot of holes. It just like, feels weird. Okay, just like, uncomfortable, but I can tolerate it. Yeah, like if I woke up with a photo of one next to me, I wouldn't be like, "Why has this happened?" Like I would with a spider. You would be able to swipe through it on Facebook. Yeah, I could touch it, or like, yeah, I would be like, "Oh, yeah, that's a bit weird." But. Yeah. So to explain it, it's like when you've got lots of holes that are really close together. Yeah. And so. Like, I guess maybe if you're at the beach and there's like, a, you know, hermit crabs and stuff make like little holes right. and like creatures or um, like we were at a restaurant. This is how it came out. We were at a work function 
and the wall of the restaurant just had all these little holes and the girl had to like swap seats so she wasn't looking at it because it just like freaked her out so much. See, if I was in a restaurant and there was a photo of a spider on the wall, I couldn't, I'd have to leave. Like even like swapping seats so you wouldn't That's worse because it's behind me and I can't see it. My creep gonna up like on me. Sneak up, but it's yeah, not a real fighter. It doesn't matter. That's not how it works, Ben. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was thinking like I recently applied for Survivor. Mm-hmm. I want to uh, do Australian Survivor, and they ask you all these kind of questions, right? And I did get to like the phobia section, and I didn't really have anything oh. good for it, right? Like when I was a kid, I was really scared of heights. For example, like yeah. I remember walking across this bridge that had like wooden slats. Mm-hmm. And there was just like really big gaps in between. And that freaked me yeah. out. Like it took me like half an hour to cross this bridge. Right. But then I went back years later. Could you touch like, a photo of the bridge? I think I could manage that. <laughs> but it's like, well, like to get to where we needed to go, you had to cross the bridge. So, right. So I like was forced to confront it. If it was a spider bridge, I'd be like, fuck this. I'll go back the way I came. I'm just, I'm just I live not, here now. Yeah. But uh, I couldn't do it. I yeah. Like, I I, well, I think about like that was probably the closest that I've come to experiencing something like that. Like yeah. all my other fears are rational shit. I feel right. like, like being held at gunpoint or <laughs> yeah, the not achieving my potential. Oh, right. <laughs> Loss of dignity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you should write that. No, I, if the survivor um, casting department ever listens to this show, they'll know that's not the truth at all. Write something fake in there. So then uh, that like, you I'm get afraid, cast. I'm afraid of like, uh, Palm trees Yeah and then they'll, they'll be, be like, like Oh we're definitely getting this yeah, guy Yeah we'll really mess with him Yeah I'm also I have developed a recent phobia of stairs What do you mean? Like I can't I hate walking downstairs It gives me a real like uncomfortable feeling I feel like I'm going to fall Just over Just down? Yeah Like I have to hang on to the handrail and go really slowly Because a colleague told me this story That was so horrific That yeah. I'm like horrified by stairs now what was the story? So he, I met him after it had happened, but he was in a coma for six months because he fell down some stairs and Shit. like hit his head and his brain swelled. They had to remove his skull to give his brain space to swell into. That's crazy. I know. He nearly died. Yeah. I always think, I do think and about that. He was that. like, oh, I was just walking down the stairs, like uh, not even like drunk or anything. And he just slid yeah. and hit his head. I, I, there are like a couple of, really steep sets of stairs that I do have to go uh, down from time to time in my right. life. And it's not like I uh, I can't do it, but I do think what would it be like if I just slipped and fell right now? Yeah. And it's like, well, if I survived, that's like really going to be painful. Like I would be in some kind of like coma-esque right. situation because it's like, well, I just survived. Yeah. And if I die... That's so, like, that's the worst oh, way to yeah. die. It's embarrassing, it's like, isn't it? What happened to Ben? Oh, he oh, just he fell, fell on the stairs. stairs. And he's dead now. It's like, well, fuck. Like, he was doing pretty well up until then, didn't he? Just... Like, this seems like a real shame. Yeah, I was just listening to uh, talk about Beat Saber and Kanye West. is like, yeah, just he's the gone. next day, fell down from fucking stairs. Yeah, I know. They kill more people than terrorists. Yeah. They... I feel like it's a rational fear. But yeah, now I have to go down, like, literally, like, holding the handrail and, like, one foot at a time. Is it just like particularly thin stairs that you're, or it's just like any, like... Any kind of stairs lately. Yeah. Just because of this guy. Yeah. He's got a lot to answer for. I know. It was such a fucking horrifying story. And like, I can't remember most of it, but like he described it all in detail. Because you went into like a Saving Private Ryan, like 
like wine yeah. like went over you as soon as he starts talking yeah, about Yeah, pretty fucking much. Yeah. Like his brain swelled and his skull had to be taken off. I mean, I feel like no matter what else he told you, you got the the main chunk of oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's definitely the headline. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. So, another uplifting part. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of fears, I every Christmas um, with my friends down in Tasmania, we play a 90s board game, horror board game called Atmosphere. Is this like with the VHS? Yeah. I never actually played any of those games, but I did like the the concept of like playing along with the TV. It's fun. Do you have the VHS version or you've DVD. got like the DVD? Yeah. Okay. And there's more things. You can select things on a DVD to play different tracks. So it's much more versatile than the VHS version. Yeah, but I kind of like the lo-fi aspect oh. of having to like pause it and stuff like that. <laughs> At least in my mind, like it makes like the extra shittiness of it makes it seem more fun. <laughs> so we play that every year. It's part of our Christmas tradition. And you Is have it like not the same though? Like if you, once you've played it, because it's a video essentially. Oh no, because it's so many different things that can happen. Okay. So anyway, we play every year. And also it's a year between plays. So you kind of like forget. Yeah. So mate, you have to write your greatest fear on a piece of paper. And I wrote stairs. Okay. And my friend wrote, More than spiders. Oh, I don't know. I guess I face them more often. Mm. No, I would rather walk into a room of stairs than a room of spiders. Because you probably just could avoid the stairs. The spiders might move around. Ooh, ooh, even the thought <laughs> of it is gross. My friend's greatest fear was overcooked noodles. Why? He just hates them. But that's not like a fear. That's just a dislike. No, right? he's like, I just don't want it to happen. So our other friends. <laughs> like why waste so, so much potential? No, it's just so disgusting to him. So my other friend's was death. And so his girlfriend was like, really, death? I'm surprised. Yeah. And he's like, well, it's just not good. I just want to avoid it. It's it just freak- not good. Yeah. <laughs> Statement of the year. I know. He's like, it's not good. It freaks me out. I just want to avoid it. Like, I just, it's just bad for me. I don't like the idea. Yeah. And my friend said, I feel the exact same way about overcooked noodles. <laughs> <laughs> Well, quite the friendship group you're forming. Yeah, I know. So if you ever feel weird, there's someone out there that feels the same way as most people feel about death, about overcooked <laughs> noodles. I mean, death, I feel like there's not much you can do about it. Yeah. So on the one hand, I can kind of be like, well, I get... You can't I, avoid your phobia. It's coming. Yeah. Although you only have to face it once, so that's, that's a positive. True. Overcooked noodles could be every day. Yeah, but it's like, how bad does it really get? Like if he accidentally, he orders like some takeout ramen yeah. and they're a little overdone. Is he gonna, <laughs> yeah, is he like freaking out or is he just going to be like, oh, I just can't eat these. <laughs> like I feel like it's I don't not know. the end I'll of the world. I'll send him some and get a reaction video. Like I'll GoPro some that I cook. I'll be like, I made you dinner yeah. and GoPro it. Yeah, we might have like a viral hit on our hands. <laughs> Before we go, mm. we I mentioned like briefly last episode about why more directors don't set their movies at Christmas. Yeah. And I I think I used the example of Martin Scorsese. Sure. Listening to it back, I'm like, that's a terrible example because like he people are going to watch his movies regardless. Yes. But like what if a lesser known director, like that would be a good like kind of gimmick for a first time director, you know, starting out. To get it on yeah. the w- yearly watch list. Right. Well, just so people like every Christmas, you know, Hallmark is going to play it or whatever. Sure. I realized there is someone who actually does this. 
It's a uh, Shane Kane. <laughs> well, he stars in a lot of Christmas movies, right? Um, uh, Shane Black, oh. who you might know, he did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, vaguely, yeah. Um, he did Iron Man three, and more most recently. The, Two not the Christmas movies. Again, well, not a Christmas movie. Well, they're set at Christmas. Are they? Yeah. Oh, well, he's not worked. <laughs> um, uh, the Predator is set at Halloween. I think oh, like, that okay. was like a little break from tradition. Sure. But he's smart. He's on the ball with this stuff. It's like <laughs> most of his movies, if not all of them, are set on these kind of It hasn't seemed occasions. to have worked, I must say. Well, I don't think every Christmas someone's going like, oh, we've got to go out and see Kiss Kiss Bang That's Bang. That's right. But... I reckon there's a, a station that is showing it just because it is a, like, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of lead up to Christmas that you got to feel. No, it has to be a Christmas love story. That's the ultimate. But like, as we said, Die Hard is not like necessarily. I think that's like an irregular Christmas movie. But I think all of that's the whole point is that why not just set your movie at Christmas and in the hope like, that right, it'll like get just some have extra a normal airplay. story and it's also at Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, you're not. There's no net loss for setting it at Christmas. Right. Like, like you just got to put a tree in the background or something. Basically. Yeah. Just have one line of dialogue of someone going like, "And I can't believe this happened at Christmas." <laughs> so I wanted to say as well. So re- the reason the podcast is a bit late, we couldn't record before I went away because I had a kidney infection, right? Mm. So first of all, I was queen of the relationship while I was sick. It was great because I couldn't do anything. I couldn't get out of bed, basically. Sounds um, great. Thank you. And I was like, I want to watch a movie and I want people getting engaged and it has to be set at Christmas. Okay. That's the perfect Christmas movie formula. I'm just telling you. Yeah. If people get engaged on Christmas, it will be watched on Netflix. <laughs> I'm just warning you. That's the formula. Anyway, we initially went to the emergency department at the GP's like request because I was quite sick. And the GP doctor was quite an, a junior doctor and he came back and he's like, well, it's nothing that's going to kill you tonight. <laughs> Not the most reassuring uh, statement. <laughs> no. He's like, we don't know what it is, but... All of the scanning sort of people that you need have gone home for the day. <laughs> so we've ruled out anything that can kill you tonight. You can stay. Yeah, I give you at least a good 24 hours. It's pretty much. He's like, you can stay and get the um, scans done tomorrow morning. Or you can go home and just see how it goes. So no one's opting to stay in hospital in that circumstance. No, of course not. Yeah. So I was like, I'm definitely going home, yeah. obviously. And then he's like, if you have any of these symptoms, make sure you come back. And they were like, all the symptoms I already had. And I was like... I've got all of these. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, so if you have, you know, more fevers or more vomiting, I'm like, or more nausea. Had you told him that you had all of this stuff? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, I already have all those. And he's like, yeah. If you I got guess, any of like, these... more. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely unsettling to go to the emergency department and be like, well, it's not going to kill you tonight. Yeah. He's like, we haven't found the reason why you're so sick, but it's definitely not going to kill you now. I mean, I'd definitely be back the next morning. I'll say that. I didn't go back. What? How did you find out what it was? Then? I went to the GP again and I was like, so <laughs> the emergency department said I'm not going to die, but I also don't necessarily want to live this way for the rest of my life. Sure. And yeah, it was a kidney infection. But how like, was he able to diagnose that? The next day or? Yes, he okay. was. But oh, yeah. he had access to scan people and blood people and all those things. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I guess even if I didn't go back to the hospital or whatever, I'm following up 
pretty soon if he's given me like at least 24 hour window. Right. That's how it felt. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's good to know that I'm not going to start like hemorrhaging from, from the, the eyeballs. Yeah, overnight. Right. But I feel like we should probably get to the bottom of this <laughs> mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants a mystery illness. No. I mean, I don't want any illness, but the mystery illness has got to be the worst. I am not a regular hospital attendee. No, you're not the hospital but it, guy. It seems like anything beyond a physical, like you're bleeding or like your right. bone is like dislocated or something. If they can't like see it with either their eyes or an x-ray, right. then it's a mystery illness. It's That's like, so true. It's That's just, how I feel about medicine. Yeah. Like every episode of House is like... And then not- three years later, it turns out they have lupus. Basically. Yeah, basically, like, no one comes in at the start of house, like, you know, with a bone protruding from their skull no, or whatever. No, that's true. It's always, like, some normal-looking guy. And it's like, I don't know what's wrong with you. And I feel like that sums up <laughs> the medical profession. It really does. It's like, it unless really you're, does. like, bleeding from the face, then it's like, well, well, we'll just shrug and throw some meds at you in the hope that something works. Basically, that's yeah. exactly what happened. He was like, well, stay on the antibiotics you already have. I think they're working. Antibiotics are usually a pretty good catch-all. That'll yeah, do. Yeah, that'll do, pretty much. Yeah. Bedside manner, zero. It's not reassuring to be like, well, it's nothing that's going to kill you tonight. No. Again, yeah. I think that was the visual check. Probably. Like nothing's protruding or bleeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She hasn't left a trail of blood throughout the uh, ER. Right. So I guess she's okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think that brings us to the end of another episode. You can email me, Ben, at insaneramblings.net. You can reach me, Vicky, at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will also find us. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook where there's little uh, clips and behind the scenes info and new episodes are popped up there too. Jump on iTunes where you can rate, review, and subscribe. We're on Spotify. We are now on Spotify. You can yeah. uh, you know, find our podcast there as well. Follow us on Spotify. Do it. Do and it. Uh, away sea boat. Away sea boat. All right, I have the funniest, like, I first have fucking funny fuse. Like, I can't even laugh about it. It's so funny. All right. Lay it on. All right. So, um, my new boyfriend went to boarding school, like a prestigious boarding school in Melbourne, right? Mm-hmm. He had, they had headmasters of each house. So, you know, like, every school they have houses. Like, we had Ross yeah, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, they had the same thing. But the each Gryffindor school, and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Like, Gryffindor and Slytherin, whatever. So, the head of his... Each house in his school was called the headmaster. Yeah. And so the head of their school, the head of their house, was called Mr. Bates. It's uh, unfortunate. <laughs> it gets so much better. There's so much more. So the head of their house was Headmaster Bates, right? Yep. And so every year, all of the houses would compete to be the top house in sports. Like, you know, what do they call it in Harry Potter? The house cup or whatever? Oh, uh, yeah. So, at the end of the year, they would have the same thing. They would get the house cup, except it used to be called the cock cup. Why? The cock house cup. Yeah, why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, masturbates is, like... Like, roosters? Like, you know, like, the top cock? Oh, geez, like, is this one of these, like, 500-year-old boarding schools that when they came up with that name, it was, like, 
it didn't have the same meaning. Yeah, it was brought it was brought in in 1940. Even then, I think like cock probably sounded dirty. <laughs> anyway, it gets so much better, Ben. There's so much more to add. Yeah, so then, every year they would compete for the Cockhouse Cup, right? And yeah. if you won the Cockhouse Cup, your house would inherit the name Cockhouse. I mean, naturally. <laughs> so for the rest of the year, you'd be like, yeah, I'm Ben from Cockhouse. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you want that? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, so, they had to change the title from Headmaster to Head of House to, like, accommodate Headmaster Bates. <laughs> Because <laughs> theoretically, you could have been Headmaster Bates from Cock House. And I can't believe they didn't let that fly. <laughs> so he didn't, even, he didn't even win it, and they were like, oh, we got to do something about this. It's like, we can see where this is going. Well, I mean, well like it was at an all-boys supporting school. Like, as if they could let Headmaster Bates stand. But, like, if they're stepping in men, why wouldn't they do something about Cock House? <laughs> like, no, no. That's a years-old tradition that we just can't let fall by the wayside. Like, can you imagine not going... Like, you would go to school and laugh every day, wouldn't you? It would probably go in waves. I don't think it would. Like, I don't imagine it getting old. I think, like, it would come around again. You're like, (laughs) you know what? I've been laughing about headmaster dates for about three months now. Maybe maybe that joke has run its course, and then month four rolls around. You're like, headmaster dates, classic for a reason. (laughs) Good morning, Headmaster Bates. <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone's addressing him by his name. Oh, it sounds like the porn version of Harry Potter. Now you're understanding. Yeah, I just thought you'd really enjoy that. Like, I, it's actually <laughs> so funny, I can't laugh. I, the only thing that would make it better is if the head of house was called Head and you would be Cockhead. Yeah, they've they probably changed it by now to make sure that none of this ever happens. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't become once, Cockhead. Yeah, once, you know, we got to social media and PC. Yeah, imagine you know. that if you're like, welcome to school, cockhead. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Welcome to school, cockhead, Ben. Yeah, well, Congratulations for being the kids, cockhead. It gives the kids free reign to you know, go around saying cockhead and masturbate and then the teachers are like, <laughs> Now, now, and they're like, what? What are we doing? We were just addressing Master Bates by his proper name. (laughs) It's outrageous. When, uh, it wasn't any of my teachers, but I can't remember, you might remember this, there was a a teacher in the junior school, you know, when we were there, called Mrs. Wanky. What? (laughs) (laughs) That would have been the best thing ever. Yeah, and like, yeah, she was obviously a few years below, so I never, you know, was in her class or anything. But you she, uh, class? no, she got married and was quickly changing her name at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we have a shop teacher or something that was my kind? No, but there's like an author here called Richard Hardy. <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's so funny. All right. Yeah. Anyway, like, I just thought I had to tell you that. I can't even laugh about it. It's so funny. 
<laughs> I've told everyone I know. I'll let you continue your rounds then. Of, I will. See you yeah, later. the phone calls about Kakao. <laughs> it's the one thing I talked about. <laughs> I, I do now have to go and write the porn version of Harry Potter. So if okay, that's well, I'll, yeah. I'll let you do that. Thank you. So, uh, <laughs> see you in the Cockhouse competition. <laughs> it will do. Insane ramblings.